always feel weird trying to figure out how to like start these things because I don't I don't like to go straight into the like oh welcome like I could just do welcome to the underground everybody has I'm I'm totally gonna ISO that we got our intro it's like. We're like a minute. The worst intro ever. One minute and 11 seconds in ISO. Um, speaking of, uh, well, I guess, well, <laughs> welcome to episode seven. Dude, I've been, yeah, so, seven. I've been so off. We're on episode seven of The Underground. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, Joseph, do you want to shill everything before we get started yeah, yeah, yeah. since we're trying yeah, to do yeah, that yeah, yeah yeah do it at the front yeah so you yeah you can i'm just gonna leave that there i'm not gonna say anything <laughs> uh but yeah we're doing it in the front now um you can follow us on youtube odyssey twitter and instagram on twitter and instagram it's just going to be you know joseph and david and then on youtube odyssey youtube and odyssey is going to be the underground podcast obviously and then you can listen to us anywhere you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Apple, PlayerPod, whatever, where, wherever we, you listen. Shout out to whoever downloaded the podcast in India because we had two downloads in India a couple of weeks ago. So make them uh, waves. I'm sure. I'm sure they were like, oh, and I don't know. I mean, we're across the Pacific Ocean now in less than six episodes. Yeah, exactly. And that was like, <laughs> man, that was like early on too. I think it was like episode three or four. Mm. so not too bad Man. um so before uh, <laughs> uh before we get started i wanted to uh play a couple of uh isos for you that i <laughs> i got today actually <laughs> so you being nice. sick yesterday and us having to uh wait a day to record worked out in a couple different ways uh i want to pull these up oh oh no wait yeah yeah pulled up my face uh, that's a nice oh, guy right there how, how you been while I pull these up? Man, other than yesterday and this past weekend, uh, been pretty good. Today was nice. Nice, beautiful day here where I live at in the northwestern part of the United States somewhere that I'm not going to say. <gasps> hmm. uh, yeah, it's typically cold and icy and stuff. I guess it's April now, so it's t- typically still pretty, pretty cold. But it's been a very mild, mild winter now heading into spring. So it was like 70 yeah. and everything. Beautiful weather, man. Yeah, it, it was. I love it. <clears throat> I think I'm it was like burning. Night. I'm burning tires in my front yard so that I can, you know, increase global warming. Because typically in the winter, it's like negative 50 here. And I'm like, no, <laughs> like we need to raise this. <laughs> uh, all right. Here is the here's the first ISO. You ready for this one? Yeah, I'm ready. Um, I can't remember if I sent this to you. I, the whole video. Uh, but I I pulled this clip because I thought it was really good. Oh no, crap! I have to mute these. Doo-doo-doo. Yeah, here we go. Hang on. All right. Stay with it and become ungovernable. I thought that one was pretty good. I, I think, like that. I think you'll like. Great. I think you'll like the second one better. It's because they have a hard on for liberty, and they'll fucking die for it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Do you know who that is? <laughs> well, it says it on the, the thing. Oh, Shane. <laughs> I, was, I was listening to his podcast today because he was talking about the uh, the Kentucky uh, uh, Libertarian Caucus or the Libertarian Party in Kentucky like yeah. Twitter account. Uh, I don't think we're actually going to talk about that today, but we can talk about it for a second now. They they put out a, uh, a sarcastic tweet about um, the Freedom Papers oh, yeah. or the vaccine passports. And um, they were like, what, are you going to sew yellow stars onto us or whatever? And it like blew up and uh, Seth, Seth Rogen got like, Dominant yeah, he, he, he got in on the whole thing. And it was just this incredible thing. Like libertarians were trending. And um, it was one of those things that uh, was pretty incredible to see the, uh, the different reactions. Um, and uh, between it was, it was be- hilarious. Yeah, between that and um, what happened with uh, Eric July today. Uh, he, so he was uh, he was debating. He he does this thing called um, uh, monetize your haters. Mm-hmm. So he will he live streams nearly every day, um, and that's how he kind of does his his podcast format. And occasionally he'll bring on just some random person off of Twitter to debate him. <laughs> so and he calls it monetize your haters. Cause I mean, he's making money That's off true. this. And, um, he, uh, this guy was just like the most, he was so unreasonable, just mm-hmm. over emotional, like all this stuff. And I tweeted at him today this is the tweet that he retweeted, but he's like, I was like, uh, these uh, monetize your haters things that he's doing just prove how much mental illness is on Twitter. It is just yep. how legitimately mentally ill people are because he's and, and it, it, it's really funny to like kind of watch him because he goes from sort of this uh, like pretty chill like uh, chill relaxed guy who um, uh, likes to throw like pretty heavy punches at people. Mm-hmm. in his podcast and it's like a switch comes on and he becomes this very like he's ready to debate you know what i mean it's almost like when you the difference between like a fighter in the ring and out of the ring where right. it's like it's like something just switches in that moment um and it was really cool to see so yeah it just uh, you know in between that and then like you getting into that thing with that lady from hawaii on twitter uh <laughs> about the vaccine passport it's just it's been kind of a an interesting week uh Dude, for twitter it, you know I think it really, I think it is mental illness. You're right about that as far as keyboard warriors, warriors on Twitter and social media in general. I also think it's just like people are sinful and so they're naturally selfish and they want to get those brownie points. They want to get the, you know, tell this person off because maybe they're, you know, A, they're sinful, they're prideful, they want to boost their ego because probably they're miserable in their life or this and that, whatever the reason is. Um, and you know, with that lady from Hawaii, whatever her name was, something Hawaii Delilah or something like that. Uh, yeah, she was basically... I, a, was, I asked reasonable uh, questions. I didn't ask anything. It wasn't like, don't take the vaccine. It's going to make you grow a third eye or anything like that. I just asked, hey, before we start requiring this, since it's only emergency approved, don't you think it's wise to wait before the FDA approves it, before it, it is a requirement? And then, and then B, don't you also think it's... Uh, do you think it's fair to say that the requirements for international travel and school now for vaccines are the same as something that's a vaccine required for daily living businesses, you know, domestic travel, et cetera, et cetera. You know what I mean? They're two different things. Yeah. Two different things. And then plus I would lean on the side that I don't think 
it's a risk reward thing. I understand that. I don't care what it is. I don't think that the government should be able to force something into your body, no matter how beneficial or negative it is. Yeah. That's just me. Yeah. I don't care if it's a hundred percent effective rate, absolutely no problems, something like that. It, it should be someone's choice. You know what I mean? That's just me. Yeah. Uh, that's just my opinion. That's on, on, I don't like the idea of the government forcing anything into anyone's body, no matter if it's for the good of society or not. You know, the thing and, that, that, that has bothered me the most, or at least the one that's kind of been getting under my craws a little bit is all of these, uh, these like, uh, i they're at least claiming that they're veterans. I don't know if they really are or not, but it's like, well, and it's a it's a bit of that appeal to authority thing mm-hmm. where it's like, well, I'm a, a veteran, therefore, you should listen to what I have to say, and I know better than you do because I know how to take orders in the military, right? Yep. Um and because I've been trained by the military and all yeah. this stuff. And again, that's not to say that this person may or may not be better that, uh, than me with a weapon. But, I mean, so what? no way to know that. Just because you have that training doesn't mean that other people don't have the ability to think for themselves and to question things. You may be able to go in more detail on specific matters, but that still doesn't negate uh, someone else's intelligence oh yeah so i think that's i think that's a huge problem with appealing to authority is that first off i can find another authority that's just as much of an expert as you uh secondly even if i couldn't that still doesn't negate common sense intelligence rational thought logic truth you know empirical evidence and how many times have experts been wrong how many times have experts done cirrhosis thing i think it's thomas all that said anytime there's a major disaster I can always expect to find a Harvard um, grad there, yeah, you know, or something to that extent. I'm butchering that quote, but it's it's a paraphrase version. That's the Joseph yeah. paraphrase version. Well, it's it's. I'm reading through. Hang on, I'll show you. Reading through this right now. It, uh, it's backwards. It might be. It's backwards on the the thing. But no, no, it's coming across. Okay, good. Straight here. So it's for a new liberty uh, by Murray Rothbard, who's uh, really big in the libertarian crowd, especially the anarch anarcho-capitalist crowds and um mm-hmm. he he talks about uh a lot of that that in uh in the society that we currently live in i'm listening to you <laughs> intellectuals i'm looking for a book my bookshelf right behind <laughs> me uh intellectuals have a tendency to or, or they 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 need uh the government more than um no, like essentially normal people do Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm butchering the way that, that he said this. He's a much smarter man than I am. So, uh, but it comes down to that intellectuals. How dare you assume his gender? <laughs> intellectuals. <laughs> I think he'd be okay with it. Uh, intellectuals need the state because that's one of the ways that they can make money and they can become more uh, successful and uh, essentially get clout, if you will, for like a modern day term. Yeah. It's the way that they kind of succeed in society, whereas in a society where the government is less intrusive, uh, there's ne- less need to essentially control the people. Uh, intellects mm. don't bring as much to the table because they um, uh, they 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 they're not as productive to society, right? So you being super smart only takes you so far in a society where your ability to produce and um, benefit 
the society plays in, right? Because if you think right. about it, uh, teachers, people who you would generally consider intellectuals, especially in America right now, it's almost like this uh, production chain of, you know, let's just say like first through 12th college, maybe you go to graduate school or whatever, and then you kind of get put out into the workforce. And if you notice, and, and this seems to be more and more the case as time goes on, but people who are coming out of college and even graduate school, they're not able to get the same kind of paying jobs that if you just became a plumber or, um, I mean, name you get any, some skilled labor, exactly. You know, kind of or you got your CDL job. plumber, yes. you know, your, uh, welding, certificate whatever it's called exactly. gosh i should know this i've been in the oil field for seven years i should exactly. know what that's and called oil, oil those oil. are welding you know qualifications yeah do, do you even have to have a high school degree to drill or be part of like the oil feel like be out there with what you were doing high school degree or ged okay so yeah you could drop say. out get your ged wink and, wink yeah. you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah back yeah. in the day it was you got two eyes two hands two legs and can you Say yes and no. Okay, you're breathing. You're hired. But yeah, exactly now it's you know GED high school degree. So that's but all. Even still, there's many professions you can go into even if you don't have those things. Now, granted, it's one of those things. I don't think that you need a college degree to succeed in life, and I don't necessarily think that you need a high school degree to succeed or a GED. But I think, I mean, you got to work. It, really hard if you don't have your high school degree or GED at least. I do think that is makes things a little bit easier for you rather than a college degree. I don't think, I think you can get a technical degree, you know, or a four year degree depending on what field it's in and be fine. But the college degree now, most of the four year degrees just aren't worth it. I mean, yeah. it's a bad investment. Even oh, if you're absolutely. becoming a, a history teacher, if you're becoming, you know, whatever you're becoming, I mean, unless you're, in a degree, you know, engineering or whatnot, that's going to pay you relatively well coming out to where you can build up that way. Five years out of college, you've increased your income to pay off this debt. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. the problem. Yeah. All right. Are you ready to get into yeah. the first thing? The problem is the government getting involved in education in the first place. And mm -hmm. I could even more so, this is, you know, we always talk about it's a, what were we saying last week on the podcast that, it's, you know, gra you gradually get to some somewhere you want to get to. Yeah. Sometimes it's not like an immediate cut and dry thing. Sometimes you have, sometimes you have to take concessions to get where you want to get to. Mm -hmm. And so I think I want the government completely out of education. However, I think it probably will be a lot more wise for the government to only offer loans for very specific degrees that are proven that you can pay them off within five years time or 10 years time. Yeah. But yeah, we can get into the first topic now. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let me pull this up. Maybe. So, I you know I think in a way this is kind of a uh, a comforting thing to see going on. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a pastor in Alberta, in Alberta, Canada, who basically told uh, the government officials that were coming into his church to shove off. Uh, they came in during, pa uh, I think it was during Passover, or was that right? I think it was during Passover. Yeah. And they uh, they were telling him that like they weren't, he wasn't following the guidelines. And this has been something, you've been seeing it happen in America, but the 
amount of this that's been going on in Canada uh, is outrageous. Dude, and the police officers and the people following this, this is why I'm glad that conservatives finally, let me phrase that, Republicans finally see the concerns that the left has generally, and libertarians, but the left (laughs) has generally expressed concern with in a way that I disagree with, but on the same line of thoughts of the problems with the police and them being the teeth of the government is that you will have, not all cops, but you will have police officers like this in Canada trying to enforce this crap. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I, it must be a total, it must be a totally, and I'm going to play this clip in a second, but it, it must be a totally different mindset there because I thought about it and I know at least one person who's married to a police officer but I, I think one of the reasons they get away with it there more is because they know that the the cops will listen to him because mm-hmm. everything is much more centralized in the government in, uh, yeah. in Canada than it is here. Not that it's not here, but it's it's definitely it's a different it's a different feel. Uh, and it's, yeah. it's almost hard to explain unless you've lived in smaller towns or you've lived in some of these areas where cops more so than not fit the role of public servant uh instead of sort of that uh, strong arm of local government or whatever the case may be. Um, and right. there, you, I think, I mean, you even saw it with some of the stuff that happened over last summer with the rioting where cops were just quitting because they're like, no, I'm not doing this. You know, so there's there's definitely yeah. something to it for sure. Uh, so let me play this clip. Go ahead. Please get out. Get out of this property. Immediately get out. Okay. Get out of this property okay. immediately. Out. I don't want to hear anything. Out of this property immediately. I don't want to hear a word. Out. Out. Out of this property immediately until you come back with a warrant. Out. 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 Out of this property. Immediately out. Immediately go out and don't come back. I don't want to talk to you. Not a word. Out of this pro- out of this property immediately. Out. I don't care what you have to say. Out. Out. Out of this property, you Nazis. Out. Out. Gestapo is not allowed here. Immediately, Gestapo is not allowed. Out. Do you understand English? Get out of this property. Go. So go. Go. And don't come back without the warrant. Out, Nazi. Out. Out. You understand? Nazis are not welcome here. Out. And don't come back without the warrant. Do not come back without the warrant. You understand that? You're not welcome here. Nazis are not welcome here. Gestapo is not welcome here. Do not come back, you Nazi psychopaths. (laughs) Unbelievable, sick, evil people. All right, so that's most of it. He goes on a little more, and there's even a a second thing I thought about getting, and I was like, no, we don't need to. I think people kind of get get the idea with that. Um, That dude is so great, man. There's a first off, there's a lot of quality ISOs in there. I know. (laughs) I, I, yeah, when when I started playing that again, I was like, oh man, there are some good ones in there. It's like, he's like, Gestapo, not welcome here. Like, so good, so So good. good. But man, this is what we need more of. I think this is the 
people are finally waking up and seeing that what it's really about this control i mean you have what yeah. was it the world economic forum or am i saying that right uh you know what i'm talking about the uh the organization that's behind the build back better oh, and really, yeah well between them and the united nations and at this point i don't even know who it might have been the world economic forum but but between all of these like I mean, they're globalists. I mean, that's what they right. are. They want this kind of this potentially like one world government thing. And um, I mean, which is definitely the way we're headed. But I think sure. you know now is the time to fight back and this and, and to call this out. People should yeah. the police, no matter what you think on COVID, on the vaccine, no matter how old the person is, how young the person is, people have natural rights. Yeah, and either yeah. they're innate. Or they're not, and as soon as you say they're not, they're not, that's where you get stuff like this. Because the thing is, is just like what the Nazis did with the Jews, to use an example, and what was done prior to that in history is you dehumanize people. Yep. Once you dehumanize them and you lessen them to animals, then it makes it easier to commit atrocities Absolutely. and act in evil ways. And it's gradual stuff. It's moving that goal per goalpost slowly and slowly and slowly before. The next thing you know, you're killing people. Yeah. And, uh, man, I, I think it should be made clear that, uh, and, and I think we have done a good job in the past, but just to say it one more time, and then I'm pretty much never going to say this again on the show, uh, yeah. it's not about being anti-vax. It's not even yep. about, now, if someone was to sit down with me and ask him if I think they should take uh, the Ronavax, I'd probably tell them no. But mm -hmm. what ends up happening is is I say, like, I'm not going to get it, or at the very least, I want to wait a while to see what happens, right? Right. Like, we don't know anything. It's like, I've I've always been somewhat of a skeptic, and uh, it kind of gets me into trouble sometimes, but mm -hmm. it, it's one of those things that I, I just, I need to, to let, so to see how some of this stuff plays out, right? And right. It, it's so weird to me that there, and, and we've got another clip coming up, but they're so desperate to get people to take this thing. They're marketing for it. Yeah, and this is the thing. It's, with me is, it's just weird, man. It really is. And I'm right there with you that, listen, I've gotten all my vaccines. I've argued, I've actually have argued with people who are anti-vax and told them, like, I've listened to them. I haven't insulted them and been like, you're a freaking idiot. How could you be anti-vax? I've listened to their concerns and be like, yeah, but did you know this? Did you know, you know, talking to them, trying to persuade them and, and, and bring understanding to them while respecting where they're coming from because I can understand their feeling that they have. Yep. But but they're not. The trying, thing is, is that I was gonna say go they're ahead. not. They're not trying to. Here's the thing. I am not trying to uh, forcefully explain to people why I don't think they should do this. It's the other side of it. I'm like, nah, I'm good. Uh, also, this passport, uh, this vaccine passport thing, these lockdowns, whatever the case may be, anything that surrounds this whole like health thing. They Dude. are all the ones who are so desperate to get me to believe them. And, yep. I'm just, I'm just and the funny thing is, is they're like, we've had vaccine passports, well, you know, for the past century with international travel and stuff like that. And that doesn't make it right. It, yeah, it doesn't Maybe we've been doing everything. You're not, you, I can't, I can't understand where you're coming from. That doesn't yeah. make it right though. It doesn't make it right. 
these are proven, right? I, I can't even, I, I had looked up during yeah, the, the vaccines show, are proven. The, the yellow fever stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. It's only, hang on, I'm trying to remember. I think, oh man, there's so much information out there. It's it's hard to to remember exactly. I remember everything. But I I want to say that it's not even the yellow the yellow fever thing's not even a hundred percent necessary if if you're if you're going to travel in some of these places. Um, but again, you know, if you want to get to the actual thing, it's like that stuff's been tested, and that's why they like people and and I've had these early tested embedded is the thing. Right. Independently, and, not just by a company hiring people, whatnot. It's not emergency. But actual, yeah, it's not an emergency authorization with this other stuff. It's actually been approved. There are more than one group of people. It's more than mm-hmm. being like, well, well, Pfizer and the other pharmaceutical companies have done their own testing, and the government has also done testing. And I go, do you not see? Or like you're not hearing yourself, are you? It's like so you're saying the people yep. who will profit them, the the three groups, or at least the two, like Pfizer, Moderna, and let's just say Johnson and Johnson, right? And then the government, right. and you're saying those are the people who have done the testing and say that it's okay. It's like so you're saying that all of the people who would profit off of this in the end have said, yep, everything is okay. It's like and you don't. There's not even like a bit of suspicion. You know what yep. I mean? It's and this especially is what I'm with it being a new type of vaccine, not yeah. with the Johnson Johnson, but with the Pfizer and the Moderna. And I don't know about the AstraZeneca. I haven't looked much into that one. Uh, but the, I know the Pfizer and the Moderna are mRNA vaccines, first of its kind. They haven't been done and they got an emergency authorization by the FDA due to the pandemic, but still it hasn't gone through the proper testing, the proper protocol. It hasn't been properly vetted and tested. And my whole thing is exactly what you said. It's reasonable. I don't want to get something that, in my opinion, hasn't been proven yet. I'm not telling you not to get it. I, per, If you were to ask me, I would personally advise. I'd be like, in my opinion, I don't think you should because of these concerns. But I've had people try to convince me to get the vaccine. I'm like, listen, you're not going to convince me. doesn't matter what you say. <laughs> this, is a, this is a conviction. This isn't just a belief. And maybe I'm wrong, but that's fine. But you know, I got deadly. I got really, really, really sick in December, like I've, when I've had the flu before, yeah, or strep throat or something like that. And I think I got Corona then because I tested negative for uh, both flus, uh, type A and type B. And I think I had it then. Probably had the antibodies. Probably be fine. I don't yeah. feel like there's a reason. Even if I didn't, I don't feel like there's a reason for me to get the vaccine. I don't think that I need it. And with as many question marks as I have around the vaccine. It's one of those things that I don't see why people are trying to convince me so heartedly to get it. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand it either. I, yeah. I don't know what else to say. Like, do what you want. Again, it's not that Just I'm anti-vax. Yeah, and the thing is, I have all like, my other vaccines because they have been properly tested, and they're also not an mRNA vaccine. Every and the thing is with these arguments too, and uh, we'll get into this next clip, but. They, all these arguments that people put, it's like, well, you have to have them to go to school. It's like, yes, you have to go have them to go to public school, state run school. You have to have vaccines and proof of vaccines, right? Now, I'm sure there right. are some private schools that, that do that stuff too. Um, and, you know, then there's also religious, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking Schools, for? institutions. Sure, but uh, you, exemptions. So if you're, oh, yeah. if you're like Hasidic Jew, I think that 
you can still go to public school because they cannot, they basically, again, it goes back to force. It's like if you have a personal belief against something, no matter what the case is, no one can force you to do that. And then again, it goes back to you don't necessarily have to interact with that group of people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so you can I'm not, stay away from them. Right. I'm not sure how the state school stuff 100% works, but every time they brought up an argument when you were like when you were arguing or other stuff that I've seen um, just on the internet, everyone's always like, well, you have to do it for this and you have to do it for this. And, you know, da, da, da. and I'm just like, everything that you're talking about, the government has their fingers in. Mm-hmm. And it's just like when it comes to the government, you don't have a choice, right? So all these veterans are coming out and saying it. It's like, yes, because you sign your life away to the military when you sign up. They can do whatever they want to you, basically. This is what gets me is that one of those people were like, no, I'm not saying that we should trust the government, you know, because the government has done bad things before. And I'm like, exactly my point. <laughs> it's like, yeah, so why, why would this be different? I'm like, not- why all of a sudden... And besides, Kamala Harris said that she wouldn't trust the vaccine under Trump anyway, so I should listen to the vice president and not get the vaccine then because it was, you know, created and made under Trump. Yeah. So speaking of uh, this sort of like forceful inaction, this got, uh, was making its way around the internet uh, this week. Oh, yeah. Let me make sure that it's uh, unmuted. Maybe clear to them that the vaccine is the ticket back to pre-pandemic life and the window to do that is really narrowing i mean you were mentioning chris about how all these states are reopening they're reopening at a hundred percent and we have a very narrow window to tie reopening policy to vaccination status because otherwise if everything is reopened then what's the carrot going to be how are we going to incentivize people to actually get the vaccine so that's why i think the cdc and the Biden administration needs to come out a lot bolder and say if you're vaccinated you can do all these things here are all these freedoms that you have because otherwise people are going to go out and enjoy these freedoms anyway oh joseph if we don't get vaccinated uh we're just gonna go outside and enjoy our freedoms like normal people exactly because apparently they're the uh giver of freedoms and this is this is that same crap that like the cdc pulls where they're like, the CDC now says that you can do this. And I go, the CDC does not rule my life. Exactly. They, they can make suggest, And this is what we've been saying all along. And I think we've been pretty consistent with this, that people can make suggestions. If you're considered a health expert, right, you can make suggestions and people can decide for themselves what they want and what they don't want, right? So Exactly. So for instance, one of, my, one of the grocery stores that I visit in the area required masks or was at least asking people to wear masks before the mandate got put in in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I like that grocery store. They do a great job. And so I'm like, especially early on, I was like, all right. I was like, you know, yeah. I, I, th- I think it's stupid. I do. I re- especially where we're at now, like looking a year later at this, there's so much to me that just goes, this is stupid. Why are we doing this? Right. But I just, I, I did it anyway. And they had the right to do that. Like a store before all of this happened could have put that in place and said, we require you to do this if you are going to come into our store. Yeah. They could have done that. Uh, they who, didn't because, you know. Who would have thought, I want to be careful and I want to say Democrats rather than liberals because I think there's a lot of people who are classically, classically liberal. But the Democrats, those who voted for Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, who would have thought the Democrats would have become the party of big government and big corporations together. And David, can I ask you something? 
in a simple way, you're talking to a 12 year old, let's just say, <laughs> hypothetically, okay. you're talking to a 12 year old yeah. and the 12 year old says, David, what's fascism? What would you say? Uh, the first thing I would tell them is that it's the combining of, uh, uh, I was going to say free market. There's a specific, there's specific terms. Sorry, uh, government friends, but it's essentially when, uh, free enterprise and government join together in, in one thing. And then there's yeah, corporations and government. Yeah. Uh, it, but it could really be anything. Like I would tell you that it if like, be. if for, for instance, um, if, if you consider yourself a private company, no matter how big or small, whether you're considered a corporation mm -hmm. or not, and uh, the state comes along and says, we're now forcing you to do this, or it's more, usually it's monetary, right? So they're mm -hmm. like, hey, here's like a million dollars, right? Even for a mom and pop shop, if that were right. the case. And they, uh, they took that money, and now the government's like, well, we gave you this money. Like, we want you to do these things, right? That's the melding of that, that, uh, that free enterprise, right, that's supposed to be mm -hmm. completely separate. It's the, the means of uh, essentially like the uh, – I forgot the words. Sorry, everyone. But the, essentially people who are private own private businesses, whatever the case mm -hmm. may be with that. And now the government comes along and says, we're, we're going to give you these, all of these benefits if you – kind of get more in line with us. And then you see things like what, what's been happening in Georgia where Coke, uh, MLB, all these, they're all coming out with a specific agenda. And someone asked me, they were like, I was like, I, I kind of mocked this whole like, oh, it's a free market. And uh, they were like, oh, it is a free market. And I was like, it's not a free market. I was like, I guarantee if you looked into MLB, Coke, any of these places, they are, there are some, the government has their fingers in these corporations in some way or another. Yep. And I don't even some mean capacity. locally. I mean like federal government stuff that's going on. Exactly. It, well, it goes and back the to... Use of the use of force uh, because of that. But yeah, it's more yep. so that first one in my mind than it is the other one because all that stuff comes after it. Well, this is the problem is that the government creates these problems and then blames... Oh, it's capitalism, or oh, it's you know this or that. We need more socialism. We need to do this. And to use an example, government comes in and says, "Hey, you have to start wearing masks." Oh, we need to do lockdowns. Oh, well, this job's essential. This job isn't. Yep. Oh, massive uh, layoffs. Small businesses start to go under. People need money. Now you're relied upon the government for that money because you don't have any other means because yeah. all the essential jobs are pretty much all packed and filled. Mm -hmm. And so, oh, now it's the free market that's the problem. Oh, see, this is what capitalism brings you. Yeah, and it's like, so I'm like, people are... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what are you talking Open about? Open your eyes. Yeah, it's one of those things that's like... The, the, okay, so, and this is... I've had to have this conversation with people on the other side of the issue, like, where they're, where they're like, oh, uh, they're, they're like those uh, communists or whatever. And I'm like... Right. It, it's like fascism is sort of the key to what ultimately causes the the big government control a majority mm -hmm. of the time. It's not necessarily this idea where the the workers in communism own the means of production, right? Where everyone nope. kind of has their equal share. It's like as a as a concept, right? That it's sort of neutral. The problem is is that people are awful and it never it's never worked out that way. It's it's always been like you think that you own these things and you think that you're a part of the group but there's still big government in control, right? Yep, uh, and that's the exactly. same thing that, that's kind of happened with capitalism. It's like we do live in – there. there is capitalism that's done in, in the U.S. every day, right? But when right. – you know, yeah, like you said, the places get shut down. And then a store like uh, – a place like Amazon 
which has gotten huge amounts of money from uh, the federal government, especially when they were first kind of like getting uh, started. Right. And they clearly have a specific political agenda that they're pushing on a regular basis. Yep. Um, and they for even, you know, it's like uh, it, it, with the whole parlor incident that happened and they basically forced them off their servers because of uh, for political for political reasons, no matter what anyone yep. says to you, political you, reasons, yeah, primarily, you, yeah, and they 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 took them off their servers, and it was a it was a direct hit against political opponents. That is fascism, it is a hundred percent fascism. You are silencing people, and you're using force in order to do that, even in a digital age. And they say, oh, it's a they're free, uh, it's a free market. They're a, a private company; they can do whatever they want. It's like you don't know, like. If you hear people say that, most of the time they don't know what they're talking about. It's different. David, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Can, l- l- let me interject here. It's a so. What do you think the media would have said if Trump would have won? Let's just say Trump won the uh-huh. election, and then all of a sudden Mark Zuckerberg comes on his cabinet. Do you think the media would have had a field day with that and would have said, "Oh, this is strange. This is skeptical. Why is the CEO of a company?" going on of a big tech company mind you yeah going on the trump administration and his cabinet yada 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 don't you think so yeah there is some type of uproar right don't and don't get me wrong i think that uh trump is just as culpable as biden is with a lot of this stuff Uh, i agree with you i agree with you but my point is is did you know that there was a i don't i can't remember her name oh man it slips on mine but a twitter executive at the top who she's went on to the Biden administration. Yeah. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. And, and, uh, yeah, that's, that sort of stuff is, it's not surprising. It's basically a big big tech. And you could, you could say the same thing with Kaylee McEnany in Fox news. She got a, a a co-host position, I think, or something like that. So it's one of those things that it's like the whole thing is totally corrupt. Right. At at this point, and it goes back to citizens, uh, United versus, uh, the United States where the Supreme Court ruled that corporations are people and so they can donate <laughs> unlimited amounts it. to politicians and it's just yeah well it's why oh, it's all, like, people all the time said like oh we just need better better people in office and I'm like okay you know but then you have someone like I think Tom Cotton came out today and he was getting railed on Twitter because he uh, he's like uh we have a uh, a lack of incarceration problem in this country or something like that. And it's so funny. I think the libertarians, after that whole thing that happened with the uh, the Kentucky branch, have gotten so much more bolder because it was like all these... And maybe it's just a Twitter algorithm thing, but they were all the, right. the mentions that I saw underneath the tweet. They're like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> so um, uh, who was it? Uh, the guy who uh, ran for vice president... Um, uh, for the libertarian Spike Jones, Spike, uh, Spike, Spike Cohen, Spike Cohen. He was like, yep. he go, he was like, Hey, did, uh, Kamala Harris, uh, hack your Twitter account? <laughs> so he's, he's getting reamed today for sure. And honestly, rightfully so. Cause it's just like, this is the thing getting kind of tight, getting to your point. It's like, it's, it's happening now with, uh, the Democrats. We'll just say, right. But do not be fooled into thinking that if the Republicans were in the same place, that they would not be pulling this stuff. So that's it. Look at, I mean, you, you, again, you want to talk about the weapons of mass destruction during the Bush administration and the way that the media exactly. pushed that for the administration. 
the media in so many ways, especially during that time, is just as culpable as Bush and his cabinet is for getting us into uh, the Middle East. Yeah, and completely wholeheartedly agree with you. And Trump has done stuff such as you know, bombing Syria, killing innocent people as well yeah. uh, in the Middle East, where I will, will give, and which is terrible and wrong, where I will give Trump slack in regards to his predecessors, such as Obama and Bush, is that he actively tried to pull out from Syria. And this yeah. is the point that you made. Trump, did, when he tried to pull out from Syria, he didn't just get reamed by the Democrats. Who did he Who did he get reamed by? Uh, Dan Crenshaw. The Republicans. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, the, I mean, this is, I've always personally lives. have thought, yeah. just from listening to Trump in the past before he ran from president and stuff like that, that I personally do think that Trump is anti-war, but I don't think he's as principled on it as he should be right because it doesn't matter who's pressuring you doesn't matter what's going on if this is something you're principled in you should stand to your convictions yeah and you know whether if it's he truly cares about people or not or more so for his own ego or trying to uh win over people or whatnot at least i think that he has acted in ways uh prior to bombings (laughs) uh to, to express that he is anti-war but i think from the pressure of everyone else that's you know where he just caved and again it just shows his flaws and i think mike saronovich does a good job for those who don't know mike saronovich i think um cernovich he's yeah saronovich so, sorry i always i don't know why i said call his name <laughs> that cernovich is <laughs> You want to explain to people who he is? is oh, it, I, was I, he, I can't remember if he was in the Biden. I mean, I'm sorry, the Trump administration or not. But I know he. It, it kind of depends uh, on was who supposed you, to cash Patel. Yeah, it kind of depends on who you ask. Uh, he's kind of one of those guys that seems to hop around a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I you know how I am with people on on Twitter, where it's like, okay, you say kind of interesting things, but I'm kind of just waiting around to see if they'll like drop the ball somewhere. Which yeah, so I've liked I've liked everything. I've liked most things I've heard from him. Um, he seems uh, well not, articulate yeah. and thought out individual. He's called out Trump. He told you know doing the whole Q thing and about the election rigging. He was yeah. calling all of that out, telling people no, this isn't how politics works. He understands the game, mm-hmm. right? The the political game, and I think that's why. It's, I mean, it's why I don't trust him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think. You know, again, I'm not saying people should trust anyone for that matter. Right. But with him, one of the things he was saying is that Trump said all these things and he's not as much as a fighter as you think he is. He did all these things that were wrong. He wasn't principled in his conviction. He didn't actually help his supporters. There was that illusion that he did, but he acted in ways that he didn't. Mm -hmm. And so what it really was, was Jared Kushner, not Trump. And so I think, you know, Mike Cernovich has been right in a lot of ways and that goes back to just this what am i trying to say here i lost my train of thought it's cool let's move on to this uh this next clip because you know we're still kind of on this whole that you know this the uh the rona sort of uh front loaded on the show today i remember i was gonna say is it goes back to this idea of the left feeling like trump was discriminating against them right using his office in a political way right his administration that's the exact same thing you had with obama he used his office in a political way to discriminate against conservatives yeah so 
this ties into the next one, discrimination to the, in the name of COVID. Uh, did I? Because you played the old character. Yes. I don't have a clip for this. Oh, there's not? Uh-uh. Oh, okay. Well, we can get into it anyways. Anyway, I yeah. should say. Anyways is not a word. Anyway is. <laughs> I don't care. This one, what you put, you the put this one in show said. notes. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, discrimination in the name of COVID. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, governor, we have active civil rights violations here. The governor of, oh, shoot. Is, is this the governor of New Jersey? Phil Scott? I believe so. Let me look it up real fast. I believe it is. No, 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 no. He's a governor of Vermont. I'm sorry. Um, and I corrected myself before Google showed me, by the way. Just throwing that out there. Uh, anyway, so he put out a tweet. And on and beneath, the, if you check our show notes, you'll see the link for the tweet and then the link for the government website as well, policy, to where he said, if anyone... If you or anyone in your household identifies as black, indigenous, or a person of color, BIPOC, LMNOP, um, including anyone with, I'm not even trying to pronounce that, or other First Nations, basically Native American, uh, all household members who are 16 years or older can sign up to get a vaccine. So basically, if you're white, you're out of luck. Yeah. And so. Well, and that's been going on in a lot of places. I think California just put some thing into place where it's like they were going to give money out to people unless you were what they were like if you're poor as crap and not white yeah, in oakland yeah you'll get some money and it's just like what are y'all do- it has i think you had to be fifty five thousand, either 50 or fifty five thousand or below but basically if you were not white you could qualify for assistance yeah and it was a private charity i want to say i want to say it was a private charity i don't think it that. was government ran but still it's you know like, you have open just- discrimination and right here that's exactly what it is open yeah. discrimination yeah against white people yep. and this is the thing whether if it's white people whether it's black people hispanic asian it doesn't matter we need to all equally call it out as yeah. wrong and heinous because no one should be able to get again me personally maybe he's like we need to protect white people maybe he's racist and he's like we need to protect white people <laughs> hey everyone else come get this terrible vaccine or if you think that the vaccine is effective and that you think it is safe and that everyone should get it, then it should be open to all people. Yeah. Equally. Yeah. I, I yeah. It, it's one of those things too, that I think they're desperate to try to get what they would call people of color on board. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah. And it, and it might be anecdotal, but all of the, uh, I mean, they're all black men, all of the yeah. guys that I follow, who would fall into that category? They don't want it. Like, no, they of, don't trust it too. Like Mo, Mo, Maj Torre, Torre, Air July, Air July. I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, Hotep Jesus is like, no, thank you. <laughs> and I mean, you're not, dude. You're not. You're not even talking about like all of these guys are educated, right? And not that that well, necessarily makes a difference. You just but, said Air July, yeah, Mo, yeah, yeah. and yeah. you said Hotep Jesus, right? Yeah, and Maj Torre. And my story, all these guys are in shape, aren't they? None of them I don't are know. obese. Mo, I do not know. He because he yeah, doesn't. Mo, he I does don't. not reveal himself. Uh, I would assume the answer, at least to some degree, is yes. Yeah. For him. So the other three are in great shape. Yes. Very, yeah, very attractive right. men. They're not obese. But yes. we're, we're classifying great shape here as not obese. Yes. 
That's it. That's not Olympic, Olympic athlete. Not someone who exercises three well, times a day or three times a week. Just someone who is not obese. Maj, and David Maj probably has one percent body fat. And yeah, yeah, Eric July is a former college athlete who still works out, does that whole deal. Uh, right. And so, and we know from previous episodes that what was it, 80% of everyone that was hospitalized with COVID was obese. Yeah. So you're telling me that diet has an exercise. Exercising has a lot to play in this. Yeah, absolutely. It goes back to that. Yeah. You know, I'm like, who would have thought and i know we're we're harping on this some but even you know the reason that this thing got an emergency approval is because there's no there are remedies right but there's no i guess quote-unquote approved remedies so when you really Mm -hmm. think when you understand that it's not there's no leap in logic to consider the fact that the entire assassination of uh what was it hydroxychloroquine and Mm -hmm. now more recently um Ivermectin. Ivermectin. And just the, I mean, the literal assassin, assassination of these potential remedies, right? Because right, they had on. to get, yeah, they had to get emergency approval for this vaccine. How do David, you not? How, how much do those that? cost? Very little. Ivermectin's like five bucks. I think it's less than that. And yeah. here's, well, for like and a whole thing, for like a whole thing. It's interesting when you look in Africa, I've, I've read. Uh, some reports and some studies that Africans take hydroxychloroquine every Sunday, I want to say. Um, and I've talked to some people who are from there as well, and they've verified the same thing. Uh, so unless all those things are misleading and those people are lying to me, uh, it's interesting because they have very low COVID numbers with hydroxychloroquine plus the vitamin D. And so uh, granted, we are not medical experts, professionals used to listen to your medical doctors we were just throwing these things out that uh, there seems to be some alternatives that showed promise that were immediately condemned by the media as not being uh, true not being effective when i could point to other medical experts and other studies that show the effectiveness of hydroxychloroquine with you know like a cocktail type of uh, antibiotic or medicine that you take and then ivermectin uh it's effectiveness with covid as well early on yeah and yeah and this isn't me telling you to go take that and do that this is just what i've read it, and it's what's just been pointing out on. it's pointing out that this again it's like no it has not been approved by the fda it has mm-hmm. not been approved emergency Authorization and FDA approval are not the same. They are not the same. Not thing. the same thing. It, not the same process. Not the same requirements. No. Nothing. Because David, there's. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I was Go gonna ahead. say Go because to get FDA approval again, you have to have a remedy treatment, something that is other than a vaccination, in order to get FDA approval. Do you remember? Because some people don't want to take vaccines because we yeah. live, it, even though it seems to be slipping away daily. We still have freedom in this country. We still have some liberty in this country. And one of those things is to make up your mind whether you want to jab something into your arm or not. Go ahead. What were you asking? I'm trying no, to No, you this. go ahead. Okay. I want to make sure I... Do you know what... It was with AIDS, I want to say, or was it with cancer? The Fauci It, uh, it was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was AIDS. The uh, AZT. I, I, what's the AIDS. name of it, though? Oh, bro. I. Mm. Okay, so... How did we not have that picture of Fauci 
at the baseball game without his mask on. Oh, yeah. And the picture of Fauci uh, on a pillow behind the governor of uh, Whitmer of Michigan's um, How do you spell live stream. Okay. It's called azetophimidine. I am not pronouncing that right. I'm just going to say AZT. That's what it's known as. And uh, it was... <laughs> Wow, this approved by the FDA. Come on, man. Um, you know what? We'll just save that for the next podcast. Yeah, let's. Yeah, essentially, Fauci yeah. came out with something he uh, that I, I got to make sure because there's so many of these stories about like people in the pharmaceutical inter- industry mm-hmm. saying something does something and then it doesn't doesn't and it kills people. And I'm pretty yep. sure it's and the that's same, exactly what that's AZT exactly what did. happened. Yeah, he said that it would basically prevent you from getting HIV. I think, which was a lie. <laughs> And yep. so, so people were not being safe. And because of this medical expert, quote unquote, telling these people this, they decided to go about their normal lives, got HIV, and a lot of them died because of it. And you can go look this up. Like it's, we understand that it's like the internet exists. Like we're not trying to like right. throw the wool over anybody's eyes. It's ridiculous, man. Just go um, look it up. If you disagree with us, let us know. Again, we always say we love interaction. We're not trying to get anyone we're not trying to forcefully get anyone to believe what we believe. If we are wrong, David and I both are committed to the truth and we want to know. So you're free to interact with us. Send us an email, uh, send us a message, comment, whatever you want to do. And we will dialogue with you and let's have a conversation because we are both, uh, that's weird. Keep mature going. enough to admit when we're wrong yeah and or if it's like oh okay or and we'll look into it like we do with everything that we do and mm-hmm. be like okay well here it is and we'll either just direct it or address you directly and then maybe in passing mention something on the next show or yeah. we, if it's big enough and we were completely off on something we'll we may even cover it more if we missed yeah. the direction but it's like and come out on a podcast and say hey we were wrong about this we want to let you know this is what was wrong we're you know but so, I trust I trust I, the people that I'm getting my sources from. People yep. who are doing work, who are legitimately looking at charts, who are saying, man, it really doesn't seem like masks had the effect that everybody was saying that they were. Like, you can't look... I mean, you look at Texas, right? Well, we're going to get into that uh, in a second, but you look at Texas and they... He, mask mandates are gone. Uh, you, all of this stuff is gone. And, yeah. te- and, and it's almost been a full month and Texas's numbers are still dropping. Yep. Um, let me let me pull this up real quick because I want to get into this so we can kind of keep. Are you gonna play this clip? Uh, I am not playing the clip of the guy who beats in the thing with the uh, the. That's uh, fine. What are yeah. you getting into? Well, I I thought it was a it was a the tweet of people showing Fauci without his mask on. So I wanted to I wanted to pull that up real quick if I can find it on here. Oh, here we go. So this this is just a picture real quick that people will be able to see if they're. Uh, if they're watching this segment or whatever, but uh, Fauci doesn't have his mask on, right? And this is the guy, well, he has a mask on his chin, like a freaking chin diaper. Um, but he's sitting <laughs> right. next to two people, right? And he's got his mask down and they're both following this rule. And this guy who's been like double, has talked about double masking, has talked about all these things, right? He just gets caught with it down. And it's like, it doesn't make any sense that someone who would be so zealously, like like zealous about wearing masks, about you have to keep doing this. You have to keep da 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 da. Whatever the case may be, right? And I understand. Yep. I think that was like last. I want to say spring or summertime last year, wasn't it? I don't know. I thought this one yeah. was more recent, but 
it, it's, it's no it's that picture's from the summertime i want to say uh summer or no because you have spring baseball so it'd be oh, summer or fall in the height of yep the, the of pandemic <laughs> exactly it's like he, which makes it people, worse man, you know yeah and these are the people who told people to lock themselves in their houses based on don't him, go out based on him right based on don't him, go see your family yeah. for thanksgiving and you have you know dr burks going to the bahamas was it bahamas hawaii or somewhere with her family uh-huh. going to see hers yeah you have she, I, you know these democratic well, no, 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 governors no 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 dr burks went up to her house in like the vineyards up north and yep. her excuse was that they were getting it ready to sell uh, exactly. you also had the mayor of austin go to aruba i believe to his Cancun or aruba yeah, something he, like that he went to some sort of tropical area uh to their timeshare or something like that that they own, some sort of I may, they may even might own the property there, right? So you essentially have right. these rich elites, right, who are supposed to be governing or uh, experts, whatever the the case may be, uh, just completely disregarding their own recommendations for normal people. All right, I want to get into this uh, this next clip. Speaking of Fauci, uh, I think uh, this if. If there's anyone out there who still believes everything this dude he like says, I think this clip should prove that he has no clue what he's talking about. If you really dig into this clip, so I wanna I wanna play it for you. Uh, let's make sure this is still. Oh no, that didn't work. Give me one second. No, you're uh, fine. Uh, but this clip should prove to people. I think this is plenty of evidence to prove that this guy has basically just been sitting back waiting for what like uh the who and cdc and a lot of these other organizations what they've been saying before he actually comes out and says anything because he gets asked a question about the whole uh texas getting rid of all their mandates being like we're open do what you want uh and their numbers have been going down so he gets asked that and this is his response i believe i think i cut out the actual question yeah, you know, it's it can be confusing because you may see a lag and a delay because often you have to wait a few weeks before you see the effect of what you're doing right now. You know, there, there are a lot of things that go into that. I mean, when you say that they've they've had a lot of uh, activity on the outside, like ball games, I'm not really quite sure. It could be they're doing things outdoors. You know, it's very difficult to just one-on-one compare that. You just have to see in the long range. I hope they continue to tick down. If they do, that would be great. But there's always the concern when you pull back on methods, particularly things like indoor dining and bars that are crowded, you can see a delay and then all of a sudden tick right back up. We've been fooled before by situations where people begin to open up, nothing happens, and then all of a sudden, several weeks later, things start exploding on you. So we gotta be careful we don't prematurely judge that. This tells me that he has not paid any attention to what's been going on in Texas. Nope. Like, at not just Texas, but other states, South Dakota, North Dakota. I mean, oh, whoops, Florida. So go ahead. Yeah, he he's like, well, so from what we know, right, or at least what we've been told about COVID, there was like supposed to be this two week incubation period, mm-hmm. right? Where it's like 
either within two weeks or it's never been 100% clear. Uh, it was really funny when this offer started happening, I would go to work and it was like, I'd come into work and it was either there was some sort of new condition that you could get because of COVID, right? Or there was some new thing about how long it took or what it would do or blah, blah. And so you would think the guy who has been in charge, right, of this entire thing would have some idea, right? Even we're just even if we're just speaking about Texas, mm-hmm. you would think that he would have some idea what was going on there. Cause it's been this this is a pretty new clip. It's been about a month, right? So they're past this two week period by far. So we know right. that for sure. Numbers are going down. Death in a lot of places is is bottoming out. And yes, people are still catching it, but people aren't dying. So what does it matter? Right. If you're getting sick, but you're not dying and there's significantly less death. What are we doing? Right. Like there's a picture. I was going to grab it, but I just I forgot ran out of time. And it was of the Ranger Stadium, I think, in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, packed. Right. Packed out stadium. And I can't remember if it was Tom Woods or one of the other uh, guys that I follow that was just like, it's over. I think it was Tom Woods. I think I, he, he, he sent it in his, his newsletter and he's like, it's over. Yep. This this baseball game full of people means that it's over. And then you have Fauci over here who's going like, "Well, um, you know, <laughs> it could surprise us and come back up." And then he, you know, he's sneaky cuz he throws that, "I hope I hope it's done. I hope the numbers don't go up," right? Exactly. But he has no idea what he he, he is not talking like someone who is an expert in all of this. He's talking like someone who's like still they're still trying to figure out what the hell this thing is. That's what he's doing. Trying. Yeah, exactly. And it goes back to it really does seem that there's this game plan to seek control to I don't mean like this global cabal or whatnot, but to right. this cohesive plan to control people. Yeah. Like just you looking at the United States from Fauci and from others. Either they don't know what they're doing, goalposts keep keep goalposts keep getting moved, like we've talked about, mm-hmm. or there's this plan to just uh, get people in line and do what we say and not question anything. Yep. And it's just it. It goes back to what we were saying again. You can make recommendations, but everyone has their own freedom of choice to follow them or not. You it's just that simple. Yeah, you don't have to go into big crowds. You can keep wearing a mask. You can stay home. You can do as you please. But And I'm not going to criticize you for it. Yeah. If you're wearing a mask out in public, I may think to myself, you know what? That's probably not as effective as you think it is. But I'm not going to go up to you and I'm not going to say, oh, you're an idiot. Oh, ha, ha, ha. You're a libtard, this, that, and, and all that stuff. I'm going to be like, oh. You know, this person must be wearing a mask because they're really scared or whatnot or because of X, Y, and Z reason. But Fauci, I mean, every time he talks, he just invalidates himself. I I think so. And the longer this has gone on, and and maybe he knows it, he... (laughs) I don't know, man. He feels... It just... It's one of those things that he gets asked this question and he's like... He feels the need to say something, I guess, and try to stay on message, but no one... it, the longer the longer this has been going on, and now that both Texas and Florida have they're they're open pretty much, mm-hmm. um, I think there are very few restrictions at this point. 
Um, they both come out. Uh, it took Texas a little longer, but they did come out uh, today and say that they will not be doing any sort of vac- vaccine passport. They won't be enforcing it, uh, which is at least good, right? It's good on the states to be like, right. we are not for this because that gives the people in that state the ability to be like, good. I, I am not going to have the state you know, down my back in order to like enforce these things. Um, and it's going to slowly ha- happen. I think you're going to, it's funny. I think you're going to see Mississippi. I'm sure Tennessee will join in. Um, Georgia, I think did announce as well. And so you're slowly starting to see these Southern States. It's kind of funny that it's, it does seem to be Northern Southern and then like middle of the country, middle of the country has mm-hmm. been very quiet. And I think they've all just been like, we don't care. It, it's yeah. like y'all fight over this stuff or whatever. Um, and then I think North Carolina will eventually get on board, but our governor is so milk, like, he's, like, lukewarm on literally everything, you know? Mm-hmm. He's, like, he, he is literally, like, the Fauci governor because he, sit, he sits around waiting for something to happen yep. in order for him to do that thing so he doesn't, he's not going to be the first or second person criticized for doing something, right? Yep. He's basically, just like Fauci, seeing where the wind blows in order to kind of stay in uh good favor. A specific lane. Yeah. Uh because North Carolina is very like purple for the most part. Like it sort of mm-hmm. swings different ways. We have depending on where you are, it's Republican or Democrat, and it's very close in a lot of those places. Except in uh up here in like western North Carolina, Asheville is very blue and everything around Asheville is very red, generally. Yeah. And this is the this is a problem with politicians is exactly that. Is just and not all politicians, but most politicians is placating to specific crowds and getting not being principled on anything, but pandering to their crowds and, and that itching ear yeah. that it talks about in the Bible of just telling people what they want to hear. Yep. And so that's he what I've always that. respected. He is exactly. that. Our governor is that. Um, and he's also one of those guys that I, I, I don't think I've mentioned this on the show, but back when uh, the lockdowns were pretty severe here, uh, he came out with a statement about how uh, going to the gym has a greater chance of causing COVID. I literally took two seconds to look up something because I was like, okay, I know he's full of it, but I just want to back that up. I want to make sure that yeah. I know what I'm, I'm saying here. So I looked up the thing that he mentioned about how uh, it's like, if you're in an environment like that, your immune system drops. And it turned out that the whole reason for that, and here's the thing. It if was, you're in it an was, environment where you're exercising. And here's the thing. What he did, and this is why it's so, it's almost worse for him to be the way that he is yeah. than someone who's either all for it or all against it. Because mm-hmm. he's giving people misinformation. And and this is, again, when we, we go back to this idea that there's a difference between the science and what they say, like the science and actual science, when people just are right. talking about science in general, because it w- the I looked at this report and it basically said that in order for your immune system to get to a place uh, like our governor was talking about in the gym, you essentially have to be a high level athlete, so like Olympic level, like you know, working super hard, and it has to be a workout that's over ninety minutes. So like ninety minutes or higher is when you start to reach that threshold. And I've mm. talked, I've. Um, you know, the guy that I, I'm getting to do personal training for me, he and I had talked about this a while back and he was like, yeah, that's, that's basically what it is. Like those, that's when your immune system starts to break down because you're really pushing your body all out. And so, uh, certain things about, you know, 
actual right. scientific things that that happen with your body. Uh, that's when the when that would start to happen, and that was his excuse for closing down gyms. And I went, this guy's full of it. And I, I had been doing jujitsu at the time, and that's a very intimate sport. Uh, never got sick. No one ever ever had a problem. The only only time that someone at the gym had caught Rona was outside of jujitsu. Right. In in a completely Dude. different environment. I ran around looking doorknobs, never got it. <laughs> I, I'm convinced. I'm convinced. I still have never gotten it. And I keep telling people now. I'm like, God, I just want to get it. I was like, I want my taste gone, my smell gone. I just want to know that it happened so I can get a week off. <laughs> yeah, right. I think I got it. So in at on Christmas Eve to uh, after the New Year in uh, January 2020. You know, Chris Christmas Eve of. Uh, 2019 into January 2020. Could be wrong, but I really think I did. So, all right. So, uh, continuing to go along with this uh, uh, report. Um, shoot, what is this lady's name? Did I not get her name? You Wolf. tell me. Naomi Wolf. Wolf. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. She she came out. I'm pretty sure she's she's a writer. She's also very liberal i mean like she's a lefty straight up uh and she came out and she had this to say i just want to run through this so uh, go ahead she can speak. naomi wolf naomi wolf she can speak for herself oh crap sorry guys maybe and thank you here steve i'm really happy to be here i can't I, I am not overstating this. I can't say it forcefully enough. This is literally the end of human liberty in the West if this plan unfolds as planned. Vaccine passport sounds like a fine thing if you don't understand what those platforms can do. I'm CEO of a tech company. I understand what this platform does. It's not about the vaccine. It's not about the virus. It's about your data. And once mm -hmm. this rolls out, you don't have a choice about being part of the system. What people have to understand is that any other functionality can be loaded onto that platform mm. with no problem at all. And what that means is um, it can be merged with your PayPal account, with your digital currency. Microsoft uh, is already talking about merging it with um, payment plans. Your uh, networks can be sucked up. It geolocates you everywhere you go. Your credit history can be included. All of your medical history can be included. This has already happened in Israel. Yeah. And six months later, we're hearing from activists that it's a two-tier society and that basically activists are ostracized and surveilled continually. It's the end of civil society. And they're trying to roll it out around the world. And it is absolutely so much more than a vaccine pass. It is, it, I cannot stress yes. enough that it has the power to turn off your life or to turn on your life, to let you engage in society or be marginalized. And by the way, the last thing I'll say, IBM has a horrible history uh, with Nazi yes. Germany. Its subsidiary created a kind of precursor of this with punch cards that allowed the Nazis to keep lists of, again, a two-tiered society, Aryan and Jew, in such a way that they could round up Jews, round up dissidents, round up opposition leaders very, very quickly. It's catastrophic. It it cannot be allowed to continue. Yeah. She must be QAnon. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, you know, there's that like no, meme. Voted or, for, I, know, I don't know if you know this, but she voted for uh, Joe Biden and she has come out. 
She's and she's said a straight. That she regrets yeah. voting for Joe Biden, but she was she she is a Democrat. Yeah, I mean she's she's a lefty straight up, and she is on Fox News. She was like a journalist, I think, and she's written some books. She's yep. on Fox. Hang on. Uh, okay, I hit my keyboard and I wanted to make sure it wasn't it didn't stop the recording. So she was on Fox News. Liberal, lefty, right? Voted for Joe Biden. Voted for Joe Biden. And she is coming out and saying, "This is the end of human liberty." If this goes through, right? And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull this up, and we can keep talking about it. But that's where this is. This I she I don't know if she said Israel, um, but what she she, had, she, she said Israel. Okay. She mentioned in there um, this thing about them talking about a two tiered system, yep. and a you caste ca- system. Yeah, and right here it says uh, protesters demonstrate against vaccine coercion, green passport, and Tel Aviv. Uh, everyone was getting so mad at the Kentucky uh, Libertarian uh, Party. And because they they had mentioned something uh, like made a joke, like literally that's the thing is that people don't understand is they were making somewhat of a snide comment about the vaccine passport, right? They're not saying it's literally this, right? But it's it's to make a joke and there's always a little bit of truth in joking. Mm -hmm. And uh, this whole thing is just talking about uh, speakers protest called for more government transparency and to stop tyranny, right? It's the same thing that we've been talking about all along and this is going on in the place that I feel like you can't tell them that they're wrong. I mean, if you want to go by like the standards of current culture, it seems like you probably can't call the homeland uh, where the Jews live. You you can't say that they're wrong about something that directly impacted Jews. And they're talking about this two tiered system and, and all the other things that, that she was saying, right? We're not even, yes, I get it. It's on Fox news. I understand that that's going to turn people off right away, but we, play everybody on here. We literally had a clip from MSNBC earlier with Fauci. So it's and CNN. Yeah. So it's one of those things that it just I think she's right. Because yeah, if I if, think so too. It's just because people go on the mainstream media, majority of everything that you see on the mainstream media, including that includes Fox News, yep. is just narrative, agenda driven bullcrap. But we try to sometimes pick out specific things that are true yes. from them. Yes. Because there's this is one of them. There's truth in the narratives. You just have to be able to kind of look into it a little bit more. Right. right? And, and I, I hate the idea of like reading between the lines. Like I, I don't want to necessarily mm-hmm. be like it, there is something to what are they not saying if the person yep. or the corp like in this case with uh news outlets you have to ask, you know, it's why you ask, like, well, what are they not reporting on? Why are they not talking about these things? In the same way right. where it's like, Fauci is supposed to be the expert. Why does he not know more about what's going on in Texas? Why yep. does he not immediately have an answer to that question that everyone goes, oh, okay, yeah, that that might explain it, right? It's because he doesn't know what he's talking exactly. about. <laughs> and that's what it comes and down to, right? And she hits the nail on the head. If, if anyone knows anything with China, if you don't, I'm about to tell you. But if you do know then you know that in China, they've already implemented all of this. Yes. They have a, it's a social, social tier system to a almost score. like a credit report. A credit score. A social credit yep. score is what it's being kind of On your as. risk. Yes. On your risk. And you know what it reminds me of? What was it? Was it uh, Avengers with the, oh, what's his name? The robot in it. Uh, uh, Ultron or? Ultron. Yeah, yeah. Was it? The Ultron to where it's like everyone had a risk, literally had a risk score in it, 
and it was going to terminate all the people who were in the red or whatnot, you know, from the, the ship and everything. Do you remember what I'm talking about? No. Oh, I just thought of it. It's in, <laughs> I think it's in Ultron, or it's in one of the it's in one of the movies to where uh, Nick Fury's ship or uh, all their ships goes up in the sky, and it has a scan of everyone who is potentially an enemy or whatnot. That sounds and so familiar. The goal is to sh- shoot them all and ki- or you know basically kill them in some capacity. Yeah. And then the ship ends up getting taken down, or it ends up getting stopped in, in some way. And so you might be right. That's kind of, as far as the program is concerned, exactly that a social credit system to determine your risk, whether if you're in the red, which would be bad or green, which would be good. I, yeah, it's kind of funny too, because, oh man, someone was asking me about it the other day. I think they had like mentioned something and I was like, man, I'm screwed. I think we might've been talking on discord while we were playing monster hunter. Someone (laughs) mentioned something about it. I was like, guys, I'm already screwed. Or I think Jake, I think Jake said something and he's like, he was like, uh, yeah, David's like screwed and he's taking all of us with him or something, <laughs> something like that. I was like, sorry guys. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm definitely screwed myself. 2008 being this way. I mean, uh, I mean, you, you could know. probably, I, I mean, I could pull up my, my, uh, most recent tweets. Like if you want to talk like, credit, I love the credit movie. movie. Yeah. I, I, it's like my pen, my pen tweet is literally, <laughs> Uh, urge immediate abolition as earnestly as we may. It will, alas, be gradual abolition in the end. It's a hashtag and cap. <laughs> like, I think I'm done. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're done. You and uh, I both. We're in the gulag together. Yeah, it's like Brid- Bridget Fed. I mean, we'll be in there with like Bridget Fetacy and the Hoteps and all the like liberty minded people. Air so, July. yeah, I mean, at least we'll have good music and comedians, uh, you know, while, while we hang out in the gulag. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it is what it is, man. Um, speaking of awful, tyrannical things that should never, ever, 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 ever happen in the history of life, people who are messing with society in ways that they probably shouldn't. Uh, do you want to explain this clip before I play it about Bill Gates, or do you want me to play it and then we'll talk about it? No, you it? just go ahead. You do you want me to? Okay, okay. Um, so Bill Gates recently had... Uh, what he would consider a brilliant idea. So the guy who created a, a word processing system and um, has uh, has decided that he wants to get involved with uh, messing with the entire earth. Oh, I need to take this off mute. Because I don't know about you, David, but if there is one thing I seek to do is to trust people who know how to make uh, computer programs. <laughs> With uh, for my climate, yeah, with the fate of the world, yeah, yep. Meanwhile, Bill Gates is backing the first high altitude experiment of one radical climate change solution, creating a massive chemical cloud that could cool the earth. It's called solar geoengineering and it's highly controversial. How long will it be that countries keep experiencing these climate impacts before someone gets desperate and says, Hey, we need to cool the planet with solar geoengineering? It would look something like this. Thousands of planes would fly very high and use nozzles to inject millions of tons of light reflecting particles into the stratosphere. It would create a thin chemical cloud of those particles around the whole planet, blocking some sunlight from reaching the surface. It would mimic a giant volcanic eruption, which we know cools the earth. Okay. 
they go into like a lot of detail and if you want to watch the whole clip you can uh i'll post it in the show notes or whatever but the guy basically (laughs) what we're saying is that bill gates wants to control the weather (laughs) yes he literally so conspiracy theorists have talked talked about weather machines for years this dude literally wants yeah (laughs) this guy actually wants to create weather machines and it's like it's so funny because this report dude it's one of those first of all it vindicates bill clinton for not having weather machines yes congratulations (laughs) secondly (laughs) secondly uh this dude wants to control the food supply right he wants us to eat synthetic beef and he's becoming the number one owner of farmland or is the number one owner of farmland in america and now he's trying to control the weather yes in the sense of and vaccines by the way and and vaccines too and the name of health in the name of protecting the earth in the name of all this stuff and i really what it comes down to is you have someone who's a bad capitalist and we need good capitalists and it's very weird it's like it's like he got bored and just wants to like like mess around it's like he's he he's accomplished everything he could in the field that he was actually an expert in yep. and so now the, in his free time his hobby is not being an expert in other fields and acting as if he's an expert in those fields right well it's exactly and it's funny because you see how much of a con man he is in the fact that he donated what was it a, a bunch of his money to charity but yet then his income income doubled or tripled in size uh, just using the loopholes with charities and growing it. And I just think that we shouldn't be taking advice. I shouldn't be taking advice from medical advice from Bill Gates, e- Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, whoever you want to say, right? All these different people. Uh, just because in specific fields, they are elite at, they're, they're intelligent, right? I'm not going to say, Bill Gates isn't dumb, mm, but he's branched out of his fear of of intelligence and i think that's where the problem is is that it becomes a spot to where it is about power control authority and you have to wonder who are the people at the top controlling things that's why david and i have frequently brought up that it's really about the elite it's it's a class war the Mm -hmm. elite versus everyone else yep and everyone else is included in that yep and so I really think it just boils down to that. Yeah. He's he's got a lot of money and he's got a lot of influence and now he's just trying to mess with people's lives. Because yep. here's the thing and you can go you can go see this in the report but that you know they mentioned the whole thing about it acting like a volcano. Well, you can screw up people's crops by doing cuz he wants to do this over the whole world. Like he wants to yep. implement this in areas all over the world. Just imagine people who would defend that. And and here's the thing and and man, we're going to get crap for this, but the models that climate change is based on are the same models that were used to try to uh, figure out how bad Rona would be in the United States. The same exactly. type of model was used. And those those models for Rona were wildly off, right? They were saying that by this time, like I think around this time, we would have two like two deaths. yeah, like at least two million deaths, right? Mm-hmm. And we're not we're not anywhere close to that. And and that's if you actually believe uh, the number of Rona deaths to be accurate, we're still not even that close. And so, well, even with the Rona deaths, it's interesting because so H1N1, there were between 240,000, 260,000 deaths 
when H1N1 was going around after the first year. And then scientists went back and corrected them and come to find out it was like between 60 and 80,000. The other ones were just, they died with H1N1. So the same thing, exactly what you're saying with COVID, we still haven't gone through that process yet. Yeah. This isn't me saying some secret cabals behind the scene, the Illuminati, and they're just pulling the strings or whatnot. But there are certain things we haven't done yet for whatever reason you want to believe. Um, me personally, I think it's about control. I think it's fear mongering, get people on the left and the right in this certain, in this yeah. certain space to, to keep the country divided and to keep people on one side to, to eventually enforce a, uh, authoritarian government. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's crazy that he would do this kind of thing. And it, and it's something that governments literally could be like, oh yeah, it's fine. And people are not going to have a choice in most places, except I think here you'll see if they ever try to do that here, I think you'll see a lot of pushback, right? And then they'll so, do fear mongering and they will bring out experts and they'll do the same thing that they always do where dissenting opinion tries to get pushed down because they're like, well, wait, but it could destroy crops for like, you know, if you do destroy a year's worth of crops to try to do something like this, you're going to screw people. You're going to screw, again, heard, livelihoods. Like, we talked about lockdowns before. Yeah. It's like, you, you can't just force this upon people. Exactly. I think, so it goes back to, I, I just realized this, because, again, we were supposed to do this episode yesterday, and I got sick, yeah. and I just remembered, just looking over the article real fast, I said earlier today that Thomas Saul said, anytime there's a major disaster, you can look for a Harvard graduate um, to be there. Yep. Right? Uh, and... It's funny because a team of Harvard scientists have been planning to launch a high-altitude balloon from the uh, Ashrange space station in the Swedish town of, I'm going to completely mispronounce this, but Kiruna, mm -hmm. to test whether it could in the future carry equipment to release solar radiation reflecting particles into the Earth's atmosphere. That's exactly what I mean. You have these people who are at the top, create a problem, and then... You have these people at the at the top trying to come in and find the solution. Yeah, um, I just and I thankfully it was canceled. But man. again, it's like, why are you trying to manipulate something when it, it? First off, everything with the whole climate change is actually disputed. It's not a hundred percent. Not all scientists agree that humans are the cause. But I will say this: that if I remember correctly from the reports and the studies I have read. China and India and Asia, let's just group Asia together, are the ones that dump the most plastic and pollution into the waters and stuff like that. And I yeah. think that really does matter. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Up and coming nations are always the ones that are doing stuff like that. Right. And but yeah. everyone's always like focused on the United States and what they can do. And most of that's because China would probably tell them to get bent if they, yep. they tried to enact that stuff. And India might honestly do the same thing. Yeah. Uh, though I think they may, they kind of waver back and forth a little bit depending on what's more favorable for them. But yeah, man, it's just, it's so ridiculous. And if you think about the people who push most of this climate stuff the most, it's politicians, it's governments. Yep. It's usually not normal people. And if it is normal people, it's because they've been listening to uh, John, not John Kerry. Well, John Kerry, because I think he's the climate, like, like the climate yeah, guru Kerry. now or whatever. And then, Al Gore. Um, Al Gore was the big one back when I we were both younger. And so... And they, you know, they've constantly said for years, right? And and here's here's here here's what I'll say. And I think this is at least somewhat anecdotal evidence for why 
they're full of it when it comes to a lot of this stuff. If you go back to An Inconvenient Truth, that was like 2002, 2003, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when it was getting really big. There were all of these scare tax- tactics and being used and talking about how everything would be under the water and that California was going to break off from the United States and like climate change was going to cause all of these problems, right? And a lot of that was supposed to happen like 10 years ago. And then they they redid it and they're like, well, we changed the models and the models now say this. It's like, oh, really? That's how you did it. And it's like, guys, it you have to stop with the sort of religious zealotry in the sense of the stuff that politicians are pushing and not thinking like, okay, they said this 20 years ago. It didn't happen 10 years later like they said. They changed it and now you believe them again that something's going to happen it should have happened by now. Mm-hmm. And then they're saying, I think by like 2033 or something like that, or 2030, the world's going to come to an end again. Maybe. But if that rolls around and they're still trying to push this stuff, you have to stop getting fooled by these people. Yep. At some point, you have to look at what they've been saying for years and years and years and go, maybe they're not right about this. Maybe, maybe humans do have need to be looking for cleaner energy maybe there is purpose behind that but you have to stop looking at what has become a religion because climate change is a religion it has a doomsday prophecy it has prophets it has uh the own you know it has tithing in the sense that you have to give money to these organizations and they will fix this problem for you right it has all all of the markers essentially of a cult uh and everyone still is just completely bought in in the same way that rona has a cult following now as well. And it's all politically driven. Well, it's it's interesting because 538, which in my opinion, so 538 is Nate Silver um, and his team or whatnot, it's a part of ESPN, and they tip and they lean liberal, they lean democratic. And so they came out with a study, and I think it points to this with climate change, with Rona, all that stuff, is that 73%, so it's from before 2000 um but doesn't list the the dates before 2000 but from 2000 on you have roughly about uh to current to 2020 73 percent of democrats trust the media and so we can just go along coincide that with trust the government um in my opinion if you trust the they're media, almost the same thing you probably have a high likelihood of trusting the government yeah and depending on the country you live in they're the same thing Exactly. And depending on who's in office, right? If Trump, you know, exactly. So uh, with the independents, it's 36% trust the media or don't trust the media. And then, so this was from 1997 to 2020. So from 1997 on, 36% of independents currently in 2020 trust the media. and then only 10% of Republicans trust the media. Only 73% of Democrats trust the media. So I think that's where you see the gap. Not independents on down to Republicans, though they don't trust the media, but you have a high percentage of Democrats that for whatever reason blindly trust the media I and know. trust the government. I think it, what it comes down to is 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 just that. Yeah. That's why you have all these NPCs rehearse, you know, rehearsing yeah. all these lines. But they can't actually speak for themselves. Yes. It's anytime you talk to anybody on the internet who disagrees with you. Generally from that side, though, you get it. Honestly, you get it from Republicans, too. You do. Uh, it's it's less so. Uh, and generally, you can 
say a couple of things and you might actually be able to get them to agree to some of the stuff that you're saying, even if they won't fully commit to removing uh, what what they were saying in order to kind of take the truth. I don't pick on Republicans as hard because most of the Republicans I know and then those I don't know have been more willing to have a conversation, right? Sure. Like they may not end up coming to the same conclusion as me, right? I'm not sitting here saying they'll end up coming and agreeing with me, but they're willing to have a discussion. Yeah. Open discord. Virtually all the Democrats I talk to and that are, are that far left. Don't, they don't want to, Mm -hmm. and they don't want to engage. They don't want to talk. They don't want to hear anything else. That's why I pick on them more so than the Republicans. Whereas beforehand, I used to pick on the Republicans back in 2008, 2010, 12, 14, even up to 16, because it was them that were like that. Now there's a switch. Well, it's, it depends on the subject too. I mean, when you want to talk about like neocons or boomer cons or any of these group of people that it's just like they're so ingrained in this uh this system of of uh state violence and Mm -hmm. being like like you guys don't understand it's like they're murdering people in countries that have never attacked the united states right and they're they're saying trust us these are the bad guys and like a lot of uh, neocons and boomer cons are just like yep it's like we don't want another 9-11 we don't want another pearl harbor or whatever and it's like why are you what are you talking That's exactly about? Exactly the point. Nine eleven. You had. I remember. I remember talking to one of my friends who is a libertarian. I think he would identify more of a on the left side of libertarianism mm-hmm. than on the right side. But me and him uh, talked about how terrorism back in school. Literally, you have such a low percentage chance of that happening. Mm-hmm. Yet the Republicans took that and, and that like, oh, what's right around yep. the corner? You know what? You have a mosque right down the street. They're definitely planning. Yeah. And who do you think is the reason that we have the ATF, uh, the Patriot Act, and, like literally NSA. endless wars for the most part? NSA. Uh, what was the uh, Homeland Security too? Yep, was nine eleven Homeland Security. So it's and all that stuff. It's and one it's of those things. It's like most of the most of the Muslims and Arabs that I have met in my life, along with most of the Africans I've met in my life. Super friendly, yeah. Super nice, yeah. And not like, looking. To that's kill the thing, me. though, is then you get the you get the people who are like, well, they're doing that on purpose because they want to take over. And you're like, what are okay? It's like now you're getting into conspiracy. You know what I mean? It's like okay, can you prove that? Well, no. So why not treat them the way that you would want to be treated? Because this kind of, dude, this kind of stuff comes from like Christians a lot of the time, where it's like, yep. well, they might they, the Muslims might be planning something, and I'm like, but you don't know that, and it's like, do you own a gun? Yes. Okay. Well, then you're fine. <laughs> if, if 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 the person betrays you, you're probably going to be okay. But it's like if you're yeah. if you're so unwilling to uh, allow people to live their lives based on a con- a literal conspiracy, potentially, right? Um, you know, it's ridiculous. Oh, they might, they might be. And you're like, Oh my God. It's like, now you're getting, you're legitimately getting into the same stuff that people who talk about like asymptomatic with, uh, Mm -hmm. with Rona. They're like, well, you might have it. Can you prove that? No, but you might. I'm like, this is not, it's It's all, it's all about that risk and that fear and that control. Get you in the line. Yeah. And let's name it something nice. Let's name it the Patriot Act. Let's name it. Let's save all lives from COVID act. If, Oh, you disagree with this act. Oh, okay. Well, then you must not be a patriot. Oh, yeah. you must want. Oh, you disagree with stuff with COVID. You must want to kill my grandmother. Yep. Back in the day, I think there was something. I think they said there was around like thirty million militant Muslims in the world, 
And it was like, if that was the case, we would be in significantly have been in significantly more trouble back in the day. And it was all fear right. tactics. They were straight up lying to people in order to keep them in line. So they could say, yes, what you're doing in the Middle East is righteous. And we are completely fine with that. It, all right. What's in, what's what's interesting before we hop on to the next topic? Yes. Is that I have questioned. It's kind of it's. Because I am identify more as a conservative libertarian but at what point do you get involved with foreign countries at what point when like you have china with the uyghurs and the genocide going on there and the persecution of christians from them as well sure you have these you know these atrocities being done do you just say well i mean you can't stop every evil thing right yeah i mean this uh, is where's that line at you know what i mean like on on a, a genuine on a genuine level, like the exact same thing. Well, what a lot of people don't realize is that most people after World War One, after after that, when everything was going now, me, they didn't know hang about on, hang on, hang on. I don't want to yeah. I, I let's stay with your your general question. And and I okay. think there's at least it's this is not an end all thing, right? And there's no such thing as a perfect society, right? Right. Like when we when I and this is a problem that libertarians tend to have is that they they also have a tendency. It's like I was talking about that guy that, that Eric July was debating. Uh, mm-hmm. the guy was like a zealot for libertarianism, but he was saying things in such a way where it was like a collectivism and we and you and all, or he'd be like all of you or whatever. And Eric's like, talk to me as an individual. It's one-on-one, right? Anyway, the, the thing that needs to be done as far as the United States is concerned, and, and we'll, we can take this into a bit of uh, a Christian territory with this, but mm-hmm. that idea of taking the log out of your eye before you deal with the the needle in your neighbors, I think completely applies mm-hmm. to the U.S. and That's China, a good point. right? So, it, okay, remember the, the, I think we talked about this last week, but remember how um, Biden called Putin a killer? And he goes, mm-hmm. it takes one to know one, or he said something along those lines. Yeah, that's the same that, thing. Exactly. It's like he's literally saying, it's like you are a war criminal, and you're. It's like so. How? Why do you get to tell me that I'm wrong, and why do you get the moral high ground when you're doing the exact same thing, right? Yep. And that is in in a in a way that fits into uh, secular society. That's why libertarianism and like anarcho capitalism and these things work so well, and why I've told you in the past that I think they work so well with. Uh, my personal beliefs like my mm-hmm. my christian beliefs because every it's volunt it, there's a bit of uh, the the voluntary nature of it um i actually there was a passage i think it's uh second corinthians nine uh nine like verse six or whatever uh where it, it talks mm-hmm. about like the uh the cheerful giver and mm-hmm. i went oh my i was like holy crap i was like this is literally anarcho-capitalism it's giving freely voluntarily giving uh of yourself in you know Dude. to to others right it's not right. the state is forcing taxes upon you right and i was just like holy favorite, crap i know dude my favorite part is when christians will say well jesus was a socialist oh, when he you was look not. at acts chapter 2 not. verses Paul- 40 through 2 through 46 or 48 or whatnot you see that the early church gave everything they had i'm like yes that's it, called okay, anar- so, it's so, called anarchy so, not communism it, it's called what it Exactly with the verse you just cited, freely giving, not yes. coerced, yes, not under In, compulsion, yes, and not this is sorry <laughs> with a gun to their head from the government. I could go on about this forever because I the You're more fine. the more I have read through like uh, Rothbard, who was a Jew, and I don't think he was a Christian. Um, there is this connection between the libertarian ideology and this idea of the individual, right? 
and how right. the individual and and from that how the individual can work within a collective like the church where mm-hmm. you want to give freely right taxation is not freely giving of your resources in order to better the lives of other people it's it's just straight up isn't anyone who says it's voluntary has no idea what they're talking about exactly all of that being said, yes, Christianity, in my opinion, is closer to an anarchic system than it is a socialist system because the no system one's forcing right yeah, no one is forcing you into it. It's saying freely give of what you have voluntarily in order to help others, whether that's like this, your time, your talent, or your treasure. Right? Yep. That is an anarchic society. That is literally an anarchic society. It's government is not there, right? We're not talking about leaders within the church or people that you are willing to allow to lead you in certain directions, right? Because you can mm-hmm. leave the church at any time. No one is pointing a gun at your head to go to that church or anything like that. Um, and, and this is free choice. Yeah. You live in a state of real, like definition wise, anarchy when you go throughout your day because the government is not directly involved in your day-to-day life and the more that they defund police in these areas and do all this other stuff they tend to not be there right Uh, it's happening all over where we are um it's so that that's kind of the point i don't how do we even get onto that can we go to the next subject (laughs) (laughs) so all the way back to bill gates wants to control the weather that's the point of everything we just said don't don't let bill gates wants to control your weapon your own own your life and your weapon probably probably wants to control your weapon but definitely your weather yes Maybe shooting weather balloons out of the sky at some point. Uh, I'm gonna shoot rain at these people. I'm gonna shoot uh, <laughs> some uh, icicles. <laughs> All right, at these Georgia Republicans. All right, we're moving on to uh, something that actually happened today. Uh, I guess it's a good thing that the uh, the show got pushed a day because we would have yeah. had to wait until next monday to talk about this but there's a story that was released today and i know i rip on the daily wire but they were the first people that i saw report on this so uh you get you get them today so uh this says what the hell uh jordan peterson reacts after famed woke woke activist seems to mock him in captain america comic so the activist and he is a woke activist that's what he should be called uh it's ta-nehisi coates who we have mentioned on the show before because he is going to pin the next superman movie for dc and warner brothers yeah so what he's talking about here is the fact that in captain america the comic so ta-nehisi coates has written uh he he i can't remember if he's currently i think his runs are done but he wrote for black panther and he wrote for Captain America. Mm-hmm. Um, and it came to some people's attention that the Captain America story that he wrote, see, that Ta-Nehisi Coates wrote, seems to Im- uh, make, uh, or, or Red, oh God, sorry guys, Red Skull in that story seems to be modeled after Jordan Peterson. Uh, and if you don't yep. know who Jordan Peterson is, go look him up because I really don't have time to explain that. You, probably been living under some sort of rock if you don't know who this guy is at this point uh so there's an image and i let's see if this pulls up from twitter it looks like it's going to um there's an image that was floating around maybe you know i have really good internet and this is taking forever uh oh here it is that's how it works sometimes yeah um so it says the red skull up here and it says 10 rules for life chaos and order um the feminist trap and this is something about carl luger's genius whatever that is doesn't doesn't matter 
it's a blatant take on Jordan Peterson, right? And yes, we talk, it was blatant. We talk, yeah, we talk all the time about how uh, writing in general, like comic books, aren't either of our thing for the most part. Like, I don't have a massive history with comic books. I always sort of just never, never was really into them. It was later in life, and I'm still pretty picky about the stuff that I'll actually pick up and read. Um, Same, but you know, Jordan Peterson's been a part of my life. I think he's been at least somewhat influential in, uh, like helping me through, uh, some tougher times. And, uh, the guy's generally pretty normal and nice. Like he's not a contra he should not be. And I don't believe that he is a controversial figure. And Ta-Nehisi Coates felt the need to, uh, turn him into the Red Skull, who is a known, uh, associate of Nazis. Still, yep, of exactly. Hydra, who is basically a replacement for Nazis. Yep. And I think it just goes to show that this this Superman movie is gonna be terrible. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be worse than uh it's not even what out. was it, Superman Returns before <laughs> Henry Cavill took over that long freaking movie. I remember I was I think we we're in I went to the I went to go see that in the movie theater and I was like, Oh god, how long have we been in here? And it's like two hours. I'm like, this thing is still going. <laughs> so I mean, we called it right. I mean, you hire when you hire quote activists. This is the kind of thing you get. It'd be I don't know hiring Tucker Carl- Carlson or whatever conservative Republican activist you want to name, where it c- comes out and I mean, this is completely disingenuous. It yeah. is insulting. It you know. I mean, talk about defaming someone's character just because he promotes personal responsibility. Exactly. You know? There's there were some other. <laughs> there's, Apparently, that is Nazism right there. Personal responsibility. I don't know if I have it in. No, I don't see it in here. But there were some other uh, images that they posted. Nah, I can't find it. Uh, but there no, were some there other. Were a lot more. There were some other images that were posted that talked about. It was like. Captain America's like, see what happens when uh, men without a weak men without a purpose uh, fall into these sort of things. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like I became Captain America and you became an officer of the law, and these people followed Red Skull as if somehow the people who were and this is the thing is like he's not just talking about anything, right? Because he's not wrong. We what he's doing is projecting ultimately because mm-hmm. Tanahisi Coates is a gigantic grifter. Who has decided? Who has got somehow gotten into the the comic sphere, and is writing these things? And he's projecting uh, the people who listen to him onto Jordan Peterson because Jordan Peterson yep. is a guy who has actually helped families restore uh, law, like bad relationships. Right? He mm-hmm. has influenced myself and a lot of the people that I know into being better men essentially right because it's not it's not a toxic thing he's basically be better be great you know he's like like bring order to your life and and that's it it's very simple things that in a generation of fatherless men is needed right right and so you you have a couple different options it's like you either go down this road and actually try to build a life for yourself or you end up in like the Ta-Nehisi Coates camp or the Antifa camp or if you live in another country sometimes that's like literally terrorists are looking for for weak willed men who yeah so it's it's it sucks but it also made me think uh I really at this point 
And I'm a, <laughs> I really, at this point, want to uh, get to a place where Ta-Nehisi Coates writes a villain about me. That's one of my goals now. That right, now he, you know you've, he, you've done the right thing where you've made it is yeah. when he writes a villain based off of you. Yeah, and it's like, I understand why uh, Jordan Peterson would be upset about this, but to some degree, he I, I feel like he should almost wear it as, of a, as a badge of honor because... Of doing something right. Yeah, because Ta-Nehisi Coates is making an enemy out of him and mm-hmm. and Jordan Peter because Jordan Peterson is doing great things. So it's just all it is is projection. It's projection of jealousy, it's projection of someone who has an ideology making an enemy out of someone who he thinks is doing something wrong when that's not the case. Exactly. And it's it goes against the mainstream narr- narrative of promoting infeminate men. That's yes. really what gets praised and what gets pushed, but not and and you have toxic over. masculinity, all this stuff, and it's like there is a way of good, um, of good masculinity. I'll just say it like that. Yeah, and you know, I just think with Tanahisi Coates, he's floating. He's in that bubble of people around him who are are probably liberal, maybe far left liberal. And he's just pushing those same ideologies. Yeah, dude. He's and, a, I mean, he's just a straight up grifter. This, distor- this distortion of it, it also goes back to this: is that how you destroy a society is attacking faith and attacking family. Yeah. And if you can attack those th- two things, you can destroy society. And men are called to protect. Yep. That's not saying that Ronda Rousey or Amanda Nunes wouldn't beat the crap out of me, right? Probably. That's not even saying. That's not even talking about capabilities. That's not even saying that. If and there's more know, to it than if Kayla was a, a a world champion UFC fighter and someone breaks into the house, that's not saying that she would be more capable at taking down whoever the person was, potentially depending on the size of the man. But that's saying regardless of that, men are called to be protectors, not just physically, mind you, primarily spiritually and then physically. Sure, men. The proper order is for men to protect and enact within that. You have personal responsibility, accountability, acting in love, not uh, not being abusive. Yeah. All these great things that leftists would agree with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there is a uh, I I think even on a very uh, like base level, there's something in men that want to provide, they want to protect, mm-hmm. they want to do these things. And Ta-Nehisi Coates goes against all of that. Exactly. And I think he's a grifter. Flips it upside down. I think I think he's, I think a, he's a ra- he's a race baiter and a grifter. And it's one of those things that. You know, if people want to like buy into his bullcrap and they want to pay him like thousands of dollars to sit in a room and listen to him, like I was reading something earlier today that was like there are uh, some women out there that are sitting in like boardrooms or whatever with a bunch of white women and talking to them about their whiteness and they're getting paid like I think it was like twenty five hundred a head. Uh, and I was like, these are literally board housewives, like rich board housewives, who are almost into some sort of like weird like verbal BDSM or something like that where it's like <laughs> they they just want to be hurt like yeah. hurt. And I'm like, hey, look, that, and, and honestly, it's like to some degree that's capitalism. It's like you're freely giving your money to these people in order for them to abuse you like uh like mentally. So it's it is it, what it is. On you. But at the same time, it's like they're just dude, it's it's grifting. All it does is tear people apart. And the fact that a lot of this has gotten into Christianity and into the mainstream uh, should be a, a warning to a lot of other people. Yeah, that's um, a terrible thing. But we can go on to the next topic now. All we can talk right. about 
So the movie that Tahisi Coast wish he wrote. <laughs> uh, did you did you notice some of the uh, the like no agenda references in this movie? A little bit. So I'll there, let you. So there's one in particular that uh, there there were a few. There was some like podcasting stuff that. Uh, it was sort of like, oh, stay safe, which like Dvorak hates. But there was one in particular that felt too on the nose to not be real. And uh, it's like the the base blows up after Godzilla goes to attack mm-hmm. it. And we're going to spoil Godzilla versus Kong all the way. So if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It won't take that long. But uh, and the episode's over after this. So if you're if you get to this point, you haven't watched it, feel free to turn it off and go watch the movie and come back if you want to hear our right. thoughts or this will be up on YouTube as well but he goes down or they the the podcaster in the movie goes down to the base or he sneaks into the base and it gets destroyed by Godzilla and um there's uh it, a bunch of other things happen i guess they come back and there's this whole thing about sublevel 33 and it feels too on the nose not uh, to be written by someone who listens to no agenda and no there agenda. are there are hollywood producers who like legit hollywood producers that watch or listen to that show and i'm just like there's no way that that number right and and i guess there's this whole thing about like random number theory but i'm like there's no way i was like that has to be a reference to no agenda absolutely has to be a reference and it's the podcaster who finds it like come on now yeah no right so where do you want to start with this movie though don't tell me your thoughts you give me your review and then i'll give you my review all right well we'll do basic thoughts and just kind of see where it goes from there okay go ahead i overall what do you think of the movie five stars what do you rate oh i don't like to do ratings because that puts, that puts an arbitrary put that was an arbitrary number. It's like a three out of five, I think. If it, if okay. you're gonna make me put no, a number to so it, so by three, would you put Twilight at three? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Be like a big goose egg. <laughs> but that's the thing is, I don't like numbers because people yeah. see that and they they try to like read all of it into it, and so it's better just to get your thoughts out about it. So yeah, go ahead, give me your thoughts on the it. the. The out of best stars. way that I heard this, uh, the best like like summary of this that I heard, mm-hmm. if you were going to almost give it one sentence, was uh, this is uh, stupid, but it's not annoying stupid. So you have mm-hmm. you have something like Michael Bay movies, which are just they're just straight up stupid. Uh, mm-hmm. it, they're they're overly long. They just they have all this garbage in it. It's just it's like it's like melting your mind with the amount of explosions and just right. uh, going on on the screen. And you get some of that with this, but it's it's fine. And the the set pieces when uh, Godzilla and Kong are fighting are really cool, if not completely absurd. Like at one point they roll a like tanker or whatever that that uh kong is on right yeah and then at some point kong gets back onto it yeah his hand comes down onto it and people run by screaming when he puts his hand down i'm like that just got flipped underwater those people would not be there right (laughs) so there's tons of inconsistencies with the movie for sure i noticed that too i died laughing Um, when i saw that and i'm pretty sure adam wingard uh, directed this movie and I, I don't have the poster yet but he directed one of my favorite horror movies of all time you're next um love that movie and then I he also directed the guest which is another movie that I really really love um and so you can see there, there's an interesting dynamic with this movie where you can see 
his influence in certain places, but you also see mm-hmm. how much the studio is like, no, shut up, this is what has to be done. So yeah. some of the neon in the movie is very much an Adam Wingard thing, and the soundtrack, there's a very... Um, Everyone would refer to it as the Stranger Things soundtrack, mm-hmm. uh, though Wingard did that stuff long before uh, Stranger Things existed, because mm-hmm. I think the guest predates Stranger Things by like a couple of years, and that whole that whole movie is like that. Uh, what would you call it? It's not techno. Um, anyway, that specific like style of uh, of music was very much something that I think he did uh, beforehand. Right. So you see a little bit of that, but he obviously didn't have a whole lot of control over what was happening in the movie. Um, the other thing that I'll, I'll mention is that it's a stark contrast from the Godzilla movie that came out in 2013. Like I, I don't know how, if you, how long it's been since you've seen that one, but that movie is that movie is very grounded in reality. It's very mm-hmm. much from the point of view oh, of the yeah. people on the ground, right? Uh, and the biggest criticism of that movie was that you didn't see Godzilla enough, right? Right. Uh, but compared to this, where you have like. Tron ships flying around and laser beams and mecha yeah mecha godzilla is in this movie uh it's It's just very jarring point of view from the i mean i don't even know if you could say monsters but it it seems i don't want to give my opinion but so you no i'm done you're good you're done okay yeah i'll have more to say but i i want to feed off of your stuff okay so in my opinion it's mindless monster fun if you just yeah. want to go see some good action scenes that aren't like as david say said annoyingly stupid and that's fun you don't want to have to think about the storyline and you're just going there to eat some popcorn and just you know take two hours off your life yeah. and it, it, it's enjoyable in that capacity seeing king kong and godzilla fight and then seeing them team up and everything uh but I think you you hit it on the head where there's it's not grounded in realism, and again it's fine. Which is fine. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. It's just very. It's a contrast from 2013's Godzilla. Yeah, when you're supposed to have the storyline unfolding, right? Like mm-hmm. this cohesiveness, uh, and so I mean, it just there's first off, it's you have this podcaster. Again, that's a mole within Apex, and you have this. Uh, is she is is Millie Bobby Brown? Is she a teenager in that? I want to say she's a teenager. Kinda. Uh, that yeah. her her father's some higher up in the military, and then she has her friend. And they somehow um, break into the multiple Apex. Yeah. Uh, so he breaks uh, in facilities, and yeah. w- without yeah. any type of these places don't have any type of security. Yeah, you know it's I mean? very it's weird. Like, it's very weird. So like, he breaks. Yeah, okay, he gets in. Yeah. Along with I go. Okay, so I'll. I will. I will give you the the podcaster goes undercover inside. Yes. As like whatever he is, because apparently he's like an engineer or something. So it's not like the guy's an idiot. He's right. just he's kind of like conspiratorial or whatever the case may be. And uh, so I'll give you that. In the name, right. Yeah, I'll be like, okay, yeah, okay, movie. Uh, yes, I can, I can follow this, right? But it, I mean, it's, it's all becomes convenience pretty much after that, where it's like, yep. uh, she listens to his podcast, Millie Bobby Brown and her, her friend, who's just like there, who just happens to be there, who, who I thought was an overweight girl at first. <laughs> Dude, I thought the same thing. I was like, That's uh, so and I think 
that guy, if it's who I think it is, he was in a movie called Hunt for the Wilder People, which is a Taika Waititi movie. Um, And I went, hey, is that that kid? Deadpool? Maybe. I don't know. Are you talking about the second, maybe the second one? Are you talking? Second one. Okay. I I saw that once. And anyway, so yeah, it's very convenient. They somehow get back, they, 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 they break back into the base that is destroyed, but still has a sub level in it that is completely run. Um, do you even remember how they got down there? Was that convenience? Somehow, they took like an they elevator hack, down. Yeah, did they hack this super secret <laughs> elevator that goes yeah. all the way across to China? It's oh, that's right, because the oh the, no, no 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 they get they got into how they got to China was through they yeah they go down. The, they go down, yeah, and then they enter into the pod. The pod coat closes, right, and they and go to China. They what ship I, it off. What yeah. I'm saying is, no one was guarding the super secret entrance to the thing that takes you all the way from. They were in like Pensacola, Florida, I think, all the way to China, and no one was guarding any of that. Exactly. It's, so that's what I'm saying. It's like it's this convenience thing, but again, that's why I'm saying it's it's stupid, or it's like what did I say it's it's stupid. But it's not annoying, stupid, right? Where you're like, and, all right. I mean, it goes so quick, and they do a really good job of just kind of trying to push past all the human element of the story. Like everyone, yeah. no one in this, none of the human characters in the movie have a personality. <laughs> no, they don't. This is planned. This movie, when I saw the trailer, I said, "This is exactly Dude. what it's going to be. It's Godzilla versus Kong for the first however many, however long, and then." But in reality, you find out that Godzilla is being controlled somehow by the humans. And then they, Godzilla and Kong team up to fight this greater threat. Yeah. And then all along, it reveals that the real monsters are actually humans. The only thing, yeah, the, o- <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that this movie was missing that was in Batman v Superman was the fact that like their mom's names were Martha. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know what you it, mean. It's almost it beat for beat a less convoluted version of Batman v Superman, right? Yeah, they they it hit is. all of these like similar markers along the way. Um, I'm trying to. Think. I also think too that with the little girl, it's funny to me that she's put in these extremely dangerous situations where most parents wouldn't. Oh my god. And, and that and lady's like, like oh, whatever. Yeah, we'll, go, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll take her down the hollow earth yeah. to where <laughs> possible that we'll all die. There's a great likelihood of that's happening. Yeah, I'll bring my daughter down there. You that know, makes pro- perfectly total sense. Speaking of characters, literally. she has this connection with Kong. The character that has the most per- personality in this movie that literally you can, like, that cares, that feels, that you you actually kind of give a crap in this movie is Kong. The big CG monkey is the only character in this movie that has any resemblance of personality or has a, a reason for doing the things that they're doing. Everything yep. else is so contrived where it's like the main bad guy is like, well, humanity needs to be number one. Godzilla is literally just pushed by... Uh, uh, like nature, like it, the Godzilla's yep. nature is the only thing driving it forward, right? Doesn't. And if he turns you know, on us, we need to be able to stop him. Yeah, and you know, Mechagodzilla is literally a giant robot, right? The powered by the Hollow Earth energy, blue stuff. Yeah, it's oh, they Whatever. have the whole they have the whole thing where the um uh Scar Scarsguard, like he's one of the Scarsguards. Um, he, he's the side, the, 
the professor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And his whole his whole like plot is his brother went on a dumb mission, right? They didn't test the hollow thing before they went down into it. His brother goes on a mission to go through it, gets crushed going through at like light speed through this thing and like I guess whatever they sent him through. And now he wants to do the same thing because his brother didn't make it so now he feels the need to to go and do this, right? And you think about that part of the plot and you go, okay, so we have a, a man currently in reality who is ro- is shooting rockets into outer space, unmanned rockets into outer space to test to make sure that everything is working correctly. And mm-hmm. these these morons couldn't even drop something through that to figure out <laughs> if they sent something through that it would completely destroy the, the, the vessel. It's it's just it's again it's like that's probably the stupidest plot point yep. in the movie where you go okay you've you've kind of lost me right there but I and then somehow they they carry King Kong with a few helicopters with a net and before that you have this uh, uh, King Kong is chained to an aircraft carrier and so easily he's breaks to be able to take off. on a monster <laughs> he's supposed to be able, yeah and then he easily breaks off the. Like why didn't you just do that before? (laughs) He he grew in this movie from the other movie from King Kong Skull Island. Yes, we could go on and on. Okay, so yes, the growth thing is a little weird, right? People have been pointing that out, but they do mention in Skull Island that he is not fully grown. So they do cover themselves. Obviously, again, we're talking about like a movie where two CG monsters beat each other up. So you're not going to yeah. get this like detailed, like, Oh, his cellular, blah, blah, blah. you're not going to get the cellular structure right. of a monkey, but he, they do say like, Oh, he's not fully grown. You get to this movie. He clearly looks older. He's got kind of like a grayed out like beard. They make him look a little more uh, mature in the right. movie. Cause it is that movie was in uh skull Island was 1970s. Um, and this is like, I guess futuristic. Cause it's not 2021 in this movie. And if it is, You've lost me because there's no way that technology increased that much from the original Godzilla to this. I don't, I don't exactly. buy it. And he's a strong monster, and somehow he uh, can't break out of chains. Yes, until again, they release him, convenient. and then he can break out of the one out of the net. Yes, it's all convenient. Everything in this yep. plot is convenient because it's so easy to poke holes in it. Where it's like, okay, you could have just gotten helicopters and flown them high enough to get out of the reach of Godzilla, but instead yep. you got. Apex or whoever all these these companies were probably the 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 Navy the US Navy is involved in this they all do all of this so that people get slaughtered by both Kong and Godzilla in these fights to I noticed that too when like they were uh, flying Kong to Antarctica or wherever I'm like you couldn't have done that from the beginning and here here's the the other thing too is like when you really think about it I don't think they necessarily needed Kong in order to go into hollow earth to find the thing that they were looking for. Yep. Uh, Cause they find it pretty easily and they're like, Oh, we got to follow Kong. And it's just like, uh, he beats up some monsters down there and eats one of them. And you're like, and then, okay. Uh, and then there's the hollow yeah. earth energy. And then of course, in order to make sure that Kong and Godzilla can finally have like an actual showdown, uh, Godzilla is easily able to burn a hole to the center of the earth <laughs> <laughs> and Comcast to activate, is uh, yeah. that it's, and it's, absorbs the energy yes it's the perfect location as this beam goes through the earth I guess to hit 
the place that he's in, right? It's just, it just so happens that they're standing in exactly the same place and he burns the hole through to activate the stuff uh. that's going on. So, and so that they can fly back up through the hole in order to get to Kong and Godzilla. So the humans yep. can conveniently be there when all this is going on. And Millie Bobby Brown is also there, uh, and sort of saves the day because they dump alcohol on the, the thing for Mecha Godzilla. And so he freaks out a little bit because they made it that easy for this thing to be corrupted. <laughs> and you're just like, all right, the fights that's are it. cool. It just took water. Yeah. It was a cup of water. That's what it was. No, no, no. It was alcohol. It You're was. Right. Because it was he his, had, uh, yeah, yeah. Because they yeah. keep point. They go, he has alcohol in a holster. Did you see the alcohol in the holster? And you're like, well, this is clearly going to come back up again. Um, yep. That is a, uh, a bad way uh, to do a payoff in a movie. Yep. Um, you don't you make, it, you make it subtle. Happening. Yes. You 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 mention it one time and you go and you go, oh, he has this alcohol in the holster, right? And so when he pulls it out later, you go, Oh, the, uh, yeah, from earlier. And yeah. They they they're wink, just like wink. Yeah. It's too too but on again. the nose. But the question Grab is your Twizzlers. Yeah. Eat them and just don't pay attention to storyline. Yeah. So would you just recommend enjoy it? some good fight scenes? Would you recommend uh, it? Uh you know, I wouldn't recommend going to see it in the movie theater. Okay. But I don't mind like if I rented it to watch at home, I wouldn't mind that. I would, you know, I think if I would have went and saw that in the movie theater, I possibly been like, eh, it probably wasn't worth it. Yeah. If you are going to see it in the theater, try to find the biggest, loudest theater you can see it in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you're going to watch it on HBO Max, I mean, it is fun. Yeah, it is. It, it's just, it, <laughs> if you, if you don't, if you aren't, if you're able just to, looking, hey, this is the best way. This is yeah. let me let me say this. If you're just looking the veg out, and if I was just looking the veg out, I wouldn't mind going to the movie theater and spending the money, sure. right? If I'm just looking the veg out, like I need to relax, just not think about anything. Boom! This is a great movie to do that. It's fun, but if you're not looking to do that, yeah, then yeah, no, you're in for disappointment. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I recommend it if you you know if you have HBO Max for one reason or another, it's something to watch. You know, there's if not. If you like Superman, I mean, I'm sorry. If you like the Justice League, the Zack Snyder's cut, I think this is better than that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even gonna touch that. I don't even. Know. I, God, it's like two totally different uh, different things. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I would recommend it uh, if you can find a big loud theater and you just want to go see a a big dumb movie. Um, that's not gonna like be super beat, annoying. Yeah, yeah, and it's not gonna the runtime's not super long or whatever. It, it went by pretty quick, and yeah. um, Kong is enjoyable. So yeah, I mean, I, I would recommend it on on that basis. Or if you have HBO Max and you don't have anything better to do with a with a couple hours, uh, yep. it, yeah, it's not. It, there are worse things that you could watch for sure. Yep. All right, everybody, that's gonna do it for uh, this episode. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in, uh, and we'll see you next time. Later. It's because they have a hard-on for liberty, and they'll fucking die for it. Stay with it and become ungovernable.